Hello, everyone. Welcome to Unleashed with Kimberly, a conversation for insight and intelligence. I'm your host, Kimberly Anderson. I'm an intuitive transformational coach and business creative. And this month, we are talking with incredibly brilliant women about women in business, helping women in business. And I am super excited to have Darla Delane on with me today. Hi, Darla. Hi. <laughs> so I am so excited to have you on the show again because you are here couple months ago with the Unleash Your Inner Goddess series, finishing up that conversation. And you are such a powerful force in helping women succeed. So I've had to have you come back on here and talk about all the things that you do. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. So tell us what you do. <laughs> well, I help the powerhouse woman that <laughs> type A, you know, you know her, uh, that really has gotten her business to a place where it's running and is ready to scale it, grow it. And yet that kind of seems like extra work. And when is she going to do that? Because the having a life is a non-negotiable for her. Like she's going to have a life as well. So I help her be able to have her life and scale her business and really not have to choose between the two. I love that. I love that. And already you're starting off saying such important pieces, which is having a life. Absolutely. This is this is this thing that culturally, uh, oh gosh, I remember this may age me, the commercial, you know, she can bring home the bacon, fry it up in the pan and still let him, you know, him know he's a man kind of thing. You know, it's like, uh, we've really come, we've come a long way, baby, in that, we're just not going to apologize any longer about wanting to have it all. And, you know, I think we can really take a cue from the men in the culture. I think they do this right in, in a way that's really balanced. You know, today's our autumnal equinox. And so I'm all into balance today. And they they don't apologize when they want to go play golf. They don't apologize when they want to go you know, somewhere with their buddies. They they don't apologize for that. They know they need that and that that helps them be a better person. Um, they spend time with their family, with their friends, in their own interests, in their business, and never is there anyone on them about it or them giving that clarity. And I think that's what it is. It's like when we're super clear and centered, you notice how my voice went lower? When we're really clear and centered, uh, people don't question you. And so if you're just very clear about it, well, of course, I'm going to have my family, friends, my business, uh, exciting pursuits, uh, you know, of course. And it's not that I'm going to do it all at once in the same moment, but I can have it all at once in my life at the same time. Absolutely. I love this. I absolutely love this because as women, we tend to think it's all business and nothing and understanding that that work-life balance and and having that life having the freedom and the guilt-free mindset to do it that puts you in your power you know in your power energy and really being able to show up better for yourself show up better for your family and show up better for your business absolutely even don't question me when i'm just very clear about it it's like uh, I, they know I'm excited. That's that time. And I'm going to go do that. And when I'm with them, I'm with them. 
Mm-hmm. I'm not checking phone back on business stuff. It's like it's really staying very present in the moment. And the key is knowing you have plenty of time for both. And that's a really tricky thing for some people. And that's my superpower. Like that's my, that is this zone of genius that I declared I was going to have plenty of time. And I always do. I always have plenty of time for every single thing I want. Always. And it's interesting how we can really make that for ourselves when we're just very clear on it. People think, oh, you know, you've only got a certain amount of time in the day, but we know how that works. You know how sometimes things feel like they drag on and sometimes it feels like time's going fast. It's really about being very purposeful and, and being in that moment that time seems to be able to magically stretch or bend or do what you want to do with it. I love this. Well, they say time is truly an illusion, so <laughs> it's a human made up thing. Um, I love this conversation already. So I want people to understand what you're saying because you're talking about having as much time as you want. Absolutely. Let that sink in for a minute, folks. Like having as much time as you want all the time to get everything you done, get everything done that you want, that you desire. That is the key. Everything that you want to do, not everything you should do or you think you need to do. That is where the sieve is. It's why do I think I should do this? And it's all about investigating, starting to really investigate where we are spending our time, just like you would with money. If you all of a sudden thought you didn't have enough money, you would check and see where it was going. Uh, Well, if you're being healthy about it, (laughs) you'll check and see where it's going, right? You'll be like, oh my goodness, I spent a whole lot of money on fast food or I spent a whole lot of money on this. And then you would adjust that, right? Right. Same thing, investigate where your time's going. And if you think you should be doing something, that is a big, huge flashing notice sign that it's being done out of fear. So the key is I always only do what I want to do. And it always comes from a space of love and appreciation. I do not do things out of fear because that's just going to take you on a roller coaster of guilt, punishment, blah, 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 blah. And then you won't have enough time when you're always coming from a space of this love and appreciation. When you show yourself love and appreciation, you can multiply that to others. When you show yourself fear, it's divided. It's like pieces are divided. Uh, You can't multiply that. When you multiply fear, you have less. It's like fractional. Uh, When you multiply love, you have more. The more love you show to yourself, the more love you show to your business, the more love you show to the things that you love, the more that thing gets to expand with that, meaning you end up expanding your time with that. And that was the key. It was, why am I doing this? You know, is it something I want to do? Why do I want to do it? It's like, you know, if I want to do it, whatever reason that is for me, that's good enough. I, the other key to this is that power you were talking about comes from personal permission. 
Mm -hmm. So I have to have a knowing that I'm worthy, every human being is, I start from there. Uh, I deserve, every human being does, we start from there. Therefore, I get to give myself permission for anything I want. That's where our sovereignty comes from. We are all connected. We're not separate, yet we are sovereign. So we're all connected as humans through our love and our electrons and our energy and all those awesome things. However, what I want and why I want it, I'm the only one that knows that. Right. No one else, as hard as they try to understand me, will be able to do that because I'm the only one in my head and in my heart. That's the only person there. That's where my sovereignty is. I get, I, I like purple, you like purple, right? This is a color you and I both really love. I have friends that can't stand purple. And it's like, why? It's a color. Really? Oh, crazy. <laughs> uh, it's a color. Right, but they do because we each have our own individual interest based on experiences and perceptions and whatever. I found out not too long ago, <clears throat> my mother did my nursery in lavender, and I didn't know that. And wow. so I had a, I was a very happy baby and had a very happy, you know, infancy and toddlerhood. So I'm sure I, I associate that. Right, someone yeah. else, it's not the same. So we all may be in the same space sometimes, but we're all experiencing it differently. We're all perceiving it. We all put different meanings on it. That's our sovereignty. So that's where your permission comes from. And it has to, because no one else is in there. It's got to come from you. That's it. Yeah. So when you give yourself permission to only do what you want to do, your level of happiness is higher. Your vibrations higher. People want to be around you. You're attracting more. It's just all good for everyone. We think we've been told as a culture, as women, that if we aren't sacrificing for our children and our families and our friends and for everyone else, then we're not a good person. Yeah. The truth to that is being a martyr and a victim like that was not helping anyone. Because then what built up? Resentment, right? All Anger. that you know, fear that we weren't doing it enough, you know. Fear and guilt. Yes. So that didn't help. We, you know, you do better when you know better. We now know. Like yeah. clearly, that was maybe they needed to do that because back when they were gathering and you know stuff from the ground and hunting. They needed everybody together because they didn't have resources. But you know, it's it's a little we're a little past that. It's, it's, Just we've had an industrial age and an information age, so we're we're a little past that. We're moving along. I want to touch on a couple of key elements that you brought up. One of which is if you're shooting yourself, if you're doing something that you think you should to investigate that. Because that allows you to take your power back and realize what's important, what you can be intentional about, and that will help propel you in your success of business and help you just be better as a person Absolutely. and loving yourself. I think that's such an important thing that well, you talked about. It comes from someone else. Yeah. It's believed. It doesn't come from in here. No, it doesn't. Want comes from in here. 
need and should comes from out there. Yeah. It's yeah. judgmental. It's um, some it's out of love sometimes. You know, you should do this and then you'll feel better. You should do this and your business will grow. This is a we're having a really big um, there's an evolution occurring, a revolution occurring, and you're gonna hear it first. I'm coining it and I'm gonna start talking about it. We're in the inspiration age. Oh, I love it. Yeah. Oh, that gave me chills. I'm telling you, we have finished, we had the industrial age, it changed the way we lived. Yeah. Then we've had the information age, it changed the way we live. And we yeah. are now in the inspiration age. And oh, this that's is giving me chills everywhere. I love it. it. You heard it right. I love it. I love it. But this is it, the inspiration age is where we're going to be fueled, where our communities will be fueled, where our, we'll personally be fueled. Um, we, we will really be growing in this idea of personal sovereignty, but yet still connected to everyone. And in this, this, this piece of permission and should and need, there's going to be a big change in how we do business. It is happening now. I just did a training on networking last week. It is, it's different. It's, you know, the days of handing a business card and asking someone for a referral that hasn't even used you before, over. Like, that's over. That was, and it was how we used to do it, and it was okay then. It's not now. We have passed the information age. People want to be inspired to work with you. Right, yeah. we're in the inspiration age. They they want more than just to know, like, and trust you. They want to be inspired by you. They will buy from you because of your energy. And with that, we have to know that there is an abundance, that there is plenty for everyone. And with that, there's no more competition. We're done. We don't need to compete. All of these awesome business coaches you're having on here are fantastic. We're all wonderful. And there are, there's plenty of clients for each of us. And yeah. they're going to be drawn to each of us for different reasons. And exactly. there is no win and lose anymore. It's all win, win, win. No yeah. more competing, no more competitiveness, no more competing. I see a future of no more employees and employers, but only collaboration amongst equals that are bringing to the table what they want to do and work with people that they are inspired to work with to bring about a purpose and a mission that they're all collectively excited about in yeah. this hierarchy. The hierarchy is going away. And the awesome thing is we don't have to tear anything down. We don't have to beat anybody up. We don't have to kill anybody. We don't have to scream or get angry at anyone. We just need to start living like this. And it starts yeah. with us personally. It starts with us really getting clear that we are all worthy. We all deserve what we want. We all get to have that. And then really investigating why we're doing what we're doing. Because what we do comes from a thought that then leads to an emotion about how we feel and then an action. So when we have a thought, if we feel good about that, we're coming from love and appreciation and the action will come from love and appreciation. If yeah. we have a thought that makes us feel anything bored or worse, it's coming from fear and we'll have an action of fear. Anything that's worry and concern, that's should and need. 
right? Yeah. So that's fearful. So if we're doing it from that space, then it's going to only give us more of that. So this investigating want is all about love and appreciation. So as you do your business, it's, you don't have to do a funnel if you don't want to do a funnel. You don't have to go live if you don't want to go live. You don't, you know, it's like you get to do exactly what you want to do and your people will be inspired by you and drawn to you. You will attract them in that way. And this is the new way of business. And it is a lot of, uh, you know, there's going to be a lot more trial and error going on. It's like, it's, it's kind of cool. It's like, it's going to be okay to try things you haven't tried before because maybe you're like, I should do this. Do I want to? I really don't know. I don't know. I've never tried it. So I'm going to try it. I had a client that had never done a challenge. And so she was like, I keep seeing people do challenges. I said, do you want to? She goes, I do. I don't know if I'm going to like it. And I said, well, if you do want to, then do it. And at the end of it, she could not stand it. She was like, nope. I, and I was like, great. Now you know. So you don't do this. You do something else. So right. something she wanted. So no more is a should template. Yeah, I love it. What you made me think of is if you think of living your life personally and in business, especially with taking those risks, those desires that you maybe think you might want to do, do it with curiosity. Live your life in curiosity because a child, that eliminates fear. And so when you're living life in curiosity, you're like, okay, well, I'll try that, you know? I used to want to go skydiving. Then I had kids. I'm like, well, that's out the door. I have no desire to do that ever. <laughs> yeah. But some people do, you know, and, and, but if you live your life in curiosity, again, it eliminates the fear because you, you may like it, you may not, but you're, you're allowing that ebb and flow of experiencing and then deciding if you want to continue with it or, or never again. Absolutely. And I love that word. And I usually will say, so when I say investigate, it is, I'm curious, why am mm -hmm. I doing this? Mm -hmm. Do I want to? It's data. You don't need to judge it. It's just right. data. You know, it's yeah. just numbers. It's like, uh, as we're looking at doing things and the purpose maybe was to grow your engagement, right? And you look at the numbers and they weren't as high as what you would have wanted for that activity, then you can say, oh, okay, that really didn't grow engagement. I'm curious, wonder why not? I've seen it work for other people. And so it may be that you didn't really want to do that thing in the first place. Yeah, it's, it's, it's a lot of detachment. Like don't have any attachment it's, to the yes, outcome, and yes. allow the process to happen. The Let other thing I wanted to, yeah, exactly. The other thing I wanted to touch on that you said that I thought was incredibly important, and I, I we might have talked about this before too, is permission, giving yourself permission. And I think so often our beliefs, how we grew up, our culture, and all those things, we we think we can't do things, and therefore we don't even allow ourselves to do stuff even if nobody's watching, you know, because of living beliefs or whatever it is. But when you step into that moment of allowing yourself and giving yourself permission, 
you're taking back that power again and you're able to like really energetically just like woo. Absolutely. And that is, and, and that's really like these first steps that we're taking. As we investigate and we get curious about why we haven't done something we felt like doing or why we're doing something we don't really want to be doing, we, as we're curious about it, we may, we will find that there's a reason. Uh, I don't want to do this. I don't like it. You know, well, why am I doing that? you know, don't I have permission to not do that? It's, you know, especially for women, there was um, a couple of t periods of time. I know when I was in college and it was the uh, early 80s, it was this time of, you know, we had just been through so much about getting the legal right to um, work when you're pregnant or have children. Like women didn't have the right to do that before. We just got that right. And so, I wanted to stay home with my children for, for a while when they were younger. I really, I'd always wanted to be a mom. I was a baby doll girl. I love baby dolls. I love playing with them. I always wanted kids. I wanted to be, yes, so I really wanted that. Wow, did I get blasted by the women and girls around me were like, we just fought so that we could work. And I go, no, we fought for our choice. Yeah, we now have the choice. I don't have to stay home and I don't have to go to work. I get to do what I want. That was one of those big major moments. It's, it's happening again. You know, there's these other pieces that happens with, you know, women are saying, I don't want to have children. You know, can you, you know, in our society to say that was blasphemous. You know, it's like, what's wrong with you? And people would judge and think things from them. We fought for the choice to have children or not have children, to work or not work, to be married or not married, to, you know, leave a situation or stay in a situation. It is our choice. The bottom line is, it's your life. It's nobody else's and yeah. you're responsible for how you live it and you are responsible. So because you're responsible, you get to give the permission. That's, that's just, I love, I love what you're saying with, <clears throat> it's a mindset shift. That's a perception shift. It's not, we got the right to go to work. It's we got the right for a choice. Yes. And again, that's taking back the power because when you have choice, you're in control. Absolutely, absolutely. It's um, really that thing about choice was what drove me towards my purpose and mission. And that um, the situation I was in, I thought I didn't have the choice about my finances. Mm -hmm. And um, I realized that when I had money, I made different decisions about my choices. And that became very clear to me as I talked to other women that were allowing themselves to not give themselves that choice and be able to make decisions with their finances. I mean, this is, this was 2012, like this is 1960, this was 2012. 
and yeah. it's still happening. I mean, I even see it in young, newly partnered, um, you know, people that are giving away their permission and power to make choices about money in their lives. And I know that I made different choices. I only had certain choices when I didn't have the power over my finances. And that's when I really got into, you know, this thing about every woman makes a different decision when she has money because our society is set up with when you own land and money, you have power and more choices to look at to make decisions from. And so that's kind of what drove me into the business that I'm in now is I would run across women that would say, oh, I, you know, I don't want to, I can't work because I'm home with my kids and I'm, I'd have to work full time. It's like, no, you don't have to work full time. Is there something you'd like to do too? You, well, yeah, I, I miss it. I want to be. And it was like, okay, there is a way you can have time. You don't mm -hmm. have to neglect something that's important to you to right. have something else that's important to you. You know, right. I see now myself being single now, um, the, my girlfriends that are single, we all had this mindset that if we had a partner, we wouldn't have enough time for ourselves and our friends and our families and our business. So we were settling for not just because of the time element, like literally just because of that. And it was like, no, you just decide what you want. And yeah. you, you have that plenty belief of from somewhere. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Like it's like it's not, it doesn't have to be that way. It right. may be that in our relationships before we shoulded our time and didn't give any to ourselves. And you can you can set that up for yourself and it's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Two things. One, even giving permission for yourself for self-care, absolutely paramount in your life. Give yourself permission to do that because we guilt ourselves into everything and, you know, we're out of everything. And it's really important to take that time. I remember one of the things I, one of the things I ask people in retreats and, and in different scenarios is if you could have one thing guilt-free, what would that be? Mine used to be a nap. I want a guilt-free nap. <laughs> But it's yeah. so important what we come up with if it would be guilt-free. That freeing piece of it, huge, absolutely huge. Again, it's taking back your power. Yeah. But what I wanted to say as well is what you're talking about with very interesting how you guys had that belief about you had a man or a partner, you wouldn't have enough time. But now you're sitting in this position, like you were saying earlier, that you have all the time in the world. You've shifted that perspective and your mindset regarding your time. You have more time than, than you need for any daily task, basically. Yes. And now, with, with, when you sit with that, that gives you a completely different perspective on how your time is spent, who you yep. can spend it with, yes. and your entire life. Exactly, absolutely. Um, on the first point about the guilt piece, um, not only did we feel guilty, but I'm, I was, I wore it as a badge of honor 
<laughs> I'm so busy. Oh, how many times did I say, I have four kids. I'm so busy. Oh, and it was even better when I was a single mom with four kids. Oh, yeah. like, it was this badge of honor that I'm so tired. I'm so busy. I have no time for myself. Look at me and put me on a pedestal for that ridiculousness. It's like, no. That's not to be honored that you, I wasn't taking care of myself. It's yeah. what, what is honorable is to honor yourself, is to love yourself. How could I possibly be loving my children in the way that I wanted to or my business or anything else if I wasn't loving myself? Like that's just illogical. Mm -hmm. It does not make sense, right? And that's another piece. It's like when you're looking at, when you're investigating and you say it out loud, what it, why and why, why do I think I have to do this? When you say it out loud, most of the time, it sounds like crazy talk. It does not make sense. But we run our lives on this crazy talk underlying that's not out loud, but it mm -hmm. definitely is a thought, emotion, and changes our actions. So when you investigate, you have the opportunity to really begin to open up into the, you know, into the open space, what you've, how you've been living, like why you've been doing what you're doing. And yeah. no one wants to live on illogical, illogical, crazy talk. Like we don't want to do that. And right. when we can actually say it out loud, we, I can't tell you how many times I laugh at the, the silliness that will come out. And I do like to write it. I find for me personally, when I investigate, if I write it, the deeper, crazier stuff will come on out than if I say it out. I, I will filter myself more if I'm saying it out loud that it won't filter when I write it. So that's a little tip that, you know, really you're investigating if you'll say, uh, why do I think that? And it's it's really just our a lot of words for it. It's our ego being, it's our persona, it's our personality, it's the character we play in this lifetime based on all of our experiences and judgments and perceptions that have made this, this character that we have a backstory on that we're not letting go of. It's like, you know, just because I've lived like this means I can't make another choice or decision. You know, just because I started off, you know, middle class means always have to stay middle class or I started off poor, I always have to be poor. You know, that's not true. And it, it becomes this, this, we, we think we're saddled with it and we're not. And, it, and it's not, we're not crazy for thinking that culture tells us that. I mean, I have, you know, I've been uh, with my family a lot of the last couple of days <laughs> and I realized why I didn't think it was crazy because it's like said to my face mm -hmm. and out of love and concern for me, their fear mm -hmm. for me, they will say things out of their fear for me. They mm -hmm. will feel better if I will just do this, then they don't have to worry anymore. Right? Right. Which is their so issue. Their, their thing. Exactly. Yeah. So why am I doing this? Because they all want me to. I love them and I do love that they love me and I want them to love me out of their love for themselves, not out of their fear for me. 
Right. And so even when I'm doing that with my kids, like my youngest just graduated from high school this year. So this was the first time I didn't have anybody going back to school, which was in my life. Yeah. My parents were teachers. I was a teacher. Then all my kids, it's like, but you know, I am finding myself. So I start to say something to my, to my daughter and I'm like, I'm not going to worry about you. You are just fine. You know, it's like, what are you going to do? And why do you want to do it? It's, yeah. I do, do want to help them investigate why they're doing it so that they're, because I want to. Awesome. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. That's fantastic. I think I'm going to take that even a little bit, well, deeper and sideways, if you will. In your relationships, all your relationships. I think that's such an important thing that you you brought up is realizing that sometimes and oftentimes the things that they say are coming from fear fear based belief, whatever it might be. It's their fear and not yours. So to really step into your power, investigate it for yourself of why or why not you want to do something, you desire to do something. And if it feels right for you, do it. Remember, live in curiosity. Yes. Not by what other people are saying, oh, you shouldn't do this. Oh, you shouldn't do that. Because you're right. It is absolutely fear-based. Yeah. So and it's part of a healthy individuation where you know your own sovereignty and you have individuated. You can love people without being enmeshed in what they want. When you're doing that, you're just giving your power away. You're not going to feel good. They're, they're not really going to feel good about it because they're going to see you not feeling good. And right. it doesn't do any good. They may, think, yeah, they may think they don't want you to do something, but all they really want is the relief of knowing you're okay. Like that's really all they want. They just want you okay. And if you're happy, no matter what you're doing, then they're happy. That's yeah. just the bottom line. But if you're doing things because of someone else, that's codependency, that is not individuating from a parent to a child or a child to a parent. It's, you know, it's, it's not knowing your own sovereignty as a individual person in right. that you are the one, you're the only one that knows what you want. I've had that, my, my daughter will say, well, I don't know. And I'll be like, well, you're the only one that does. Right. Like, oh, darn it. <laughs> you would have to figure this out for myself. Yeah. It's like you're the only one that knows this. So it is, and this is the same thing in business. I used to attract clients that were just tell me what to do and I'll do it, template people, because I was very type A. I saw how the guys did it, I templated it. I was like, oh, that's how they do it. I'll do that, just match with that. And I used to be like that. So now I'm really taking the same woman who was me and helping us. This is why the basis of my business is really helping these super powerhouse women that you look at and you're like, they're not, you know, they're not insecure. They're not, they're, surely they're doing what they want. They're not. They're doing what they've been taught. And right. it only got them so far. If they were doing what they wanted, their business would be scaling and they'd be rocking their life and they wouldn't need me. And when they're not, that's what we keep going back to. 
well, what do you really, really want? One of my favorite questions, and I ask myself this almost every day, if you could have it any way you wanted it, if the world worked exactly how you wanted it to and nothing was in your way, how would you have it? Because the honest truth is that's exactly how you get to have it. Yep. And that's really hard for most people to accept and know that's the truth. So we little at a time in my work with them, it'd be, well, if you could have your team be any way you want it, what would that be? And we start there and you know, well, if you could have the time with your kids be any way you want it, what would that be? And we go there and then we just kind of keep going back and forth bit by bit. And then they start hearing, the same, they're like, oh, okay, okay, okay. If I could have this anyway, I would do this. And then what is your action? Because yeah. that's what you get. If I could have it any way I want it, want it, that's what I get. I'm giving myself permission for this. I'm making a decision on it. I'm declaring it and I'm heading that way. And now what actions do I do? And from well, there. Yeah. It's, a, it's amazing. And if, when you put yourself in that state of being in abundance and that wealthy mindset and that everything you ask is already given, then how, how would you not act in that way? I love that you're saying this. Write it out exactly how you want it. Look at that all the time. Rewrite it every day and start to live in that energy. And it will literally manifest. It does. It puts you in that state and it puts you in action. Right. It, yeah. In action that's coming from appreciation and love for yourself. So it mm -hmm. can't go wrong. It can't be wrong. You can't right. mess up. When you are coming from appreciation and love for yourself, you cannot mess it up at all. Yeah. So there's really no risk at all. It feels yeah because we've been taught another way but it's yeah. not it is the only no risk thing you can do is to come from love and appreciation it yeah. will eventually get to how you want it part of what we have to stop doing is basing that on how it is right now yeah because yeah. this creation you just had in your head isn't how it looks right now and so people stay with how it looks right now. Well, think about that. Like if we're only looking at how the business is now and do the same thing that it's doing there, it's going to stay the way it is right now. <laughs> That's yeah. what your brain wants. Your brain wants to do that because it wants to protect you because anytime we do something different, the brain is like, oh, you're taking a risk. No, no, no. But yet we, we're in control of that. And we yeah. can remind our brain, it's okay, I got this. We're gonna go in this direction, it's all good. Here's what yeah. we're doing, you know, and yeah. then move forward. But it is really a retraining. It is, it really is. But I love a perfect analogy that I'm sure everyone's heard before is when you go to buy a car, you decide the type of car you want. All of a sudden, you see it everywhere you go before yes. you buy it. Yes. Yes. Well, that's how the universe works. Yeah. You you step into that future pacing. You you know you start being in that state of energy of wealth and abundance and that your perfect 
created life, your brain and the universe starts figuring out how to get that for you. Absolutely. So exactly like when you go to buy a car, you want to buy this particular car and you literally see it everywhere. And that's why you have all the time you want because you make that decision and the unit, it starts coming and you don't have to do anything. Yeah. Yeah. Except what you want to do and what you want to do is going to be inspired from that love that you felt and that appreciation you felt when you begin to doubt that's when you're worried well there's fear that is not that's got you going in the opposite direction so you have all you can have all the time you want all the time when you're only doing what you want to do because you've got the resources of the universe and attracting electrons and all of this working for you. It works that way when you're in fear too. But what yeah. it's gathering together is what you're afraid of. Right. And I, I, I'm done with that. Like <laughs> attracts like. Therefore, if you're negative, you'll attract more negative. Thoughts are so powerful. Thoughts are energy. It's quantum physics. So It is, it is how we create our life. It is how you create your business. It is how you create relationships. It, yeah. We do it. We are not victims of this thing called life. We are the creators of it. Yeah. And because we're we are, we're all we are all connected. That's your proof that we're all connected. So whenever one in our bunch is doing something that is not out of fear, it does affect those around. So the ones in love are affecting the ones in fear. And so the your job is to make this world a better place is to take care of yourself. Like yourself, your business, your relationships, all that affects the people. Now, there will be people that don't like it. Right. Because it's it's uncomfortable. It's basically I've given this story before. It's like you've gone around your whole life doing the waltz. Okay. Everybody's waltzing and now you learn the salsa. And so when you go to talk to that person, you're doing the salsa while they're waltzing and you are stepping on their feet. And they're like, what are you doing? What, this isn't how we do it. You should be doing the waltz, right? It's like, you know what? The waltz is awesome. I don't, I'm kind of done with it though. I'm going to be doing the salsa now. Well, then I can't dance with you. That's okay. Yeah. Somebody that wants to salsa. Like yeah. I'll stand here and do it on my own. It's like, this is, it's okay. I yeah. don't have to be mad at them. And here's the other piece. If we get upset with the people that are staying where they are and are still in fear and are still, we're just adding to that fear. We are judging yeah. them. We're just adding to that. We have to let them take care of them. And the only way we can really change it is being sure that we're appreciating our business and appreciating our life and ourself and the people around us. And as we do that, more appreciation grows. Yeah. You know, it's, it's really very woo woo and magical, but it's also, like you said, very scientific, very metaphysical, it is physics of it. It is the way it is. And you know what? What's the worst that can happen, even if it's not true? If you're trying to be more happy, what's the worst thing that can happen? 
you'll just be more happy. Like, why not? Why not? <laughs> like, why not? It's like, even if I don't have as much money, but I'm happy, like, why yeah. not? Yeah. You know, even if it does, something doesn't happen, but I'm happier, is it better to feel bad about it because it's not happening? Like, that just, see the crazy? Like, that's yeah. a crazy talk that's in our head. It's yeah. like, well, someone is, here's a good one. Someone is sick, you should feel bad. Yeah. I'm feeling bad does not make them feel better. Nope. But what if I really focus on my well-being and make sure I'm well and know that inside them is the wellness and send them love and send them appreciation? That's the best I can do for them. Mm -hmm. That's not going to help anything. That just brought my vibe down. It just messed up stuff in my life. It probably brought my immune system down. Here's what we're finding out now, too, even more. Yeah. This affects our immune system. Now we're more likely to get sick. So it's, it's all good. It's a win, 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 win. This is this, the inspiration age is all about the win, win, win. And it sounds so easy. All you have to do is focus on love and appreciation. You're like, oh, okay. And then you go and, oh my God, I can't find the earrings I want. You start throwing things around. You're worried because we don't have the earrings I want. You're upset because the glass broke. It's like somebody hit your car. You get all upset. I mean, any little condition can come along and take you right out of that. So it is this, it's a practice, it's a relearning, it's a retraining, and it's a lifetime thing. You're never going to be done. There will always be things brought to you. You just get better and better at it, but you're never going to be done. That's why we're here. Well, that's the power of being in the present moment because when you can't find your earrings or you stub your toe and you can't wear your shoes that you wanted or whatever it may be, you learn to kind of, you know, go with the flow. Okay, well, I'll wear these earrings instead, or maybe I shouldn't have worn those earrings, or whatever it might be. You're able to consciously affect how you respond to that. And that is holding your power. What's well, <laughs> that ripple effect? Why it was upsetting that you didn't see five the earrings. It's like, okay. So I couldn't find the earrings and I got upset about earrings. Yeah. And it's like, why? Well, because I wanted them to go with this outfit. Why? Because I was going to be seen by people and, and what? And they were going to judge what I had on and I wasn't going to look good enough and I wasn't going to be, it ends up stuff. Yeah. It comes from fear and feeling unworthy. Yeah. And you're devaluing yourself as a person by earrings. Exactly. Exactly. So when you break it down and keep breaking it down, you realize it's just this minuscule okay. thing that's yeah. not relevant. And it's okay to to wear the pretty earrings when you have them. They if they make you happy. But if you don't have them, that condition doesn't need to make you upset. Exactly. It's that is that condition that we're on and now we're not in power. Yeah. 
we are in we are being strung along by the conditions in front of us and we're allowing that our, we gave our permission away we gave our power away and we let yeah. something else do that I've started this thing is this was from the Abraham Hicks I heard one time it's like you can't find something that's lost if you think it's lost so when I do dig around in my earring thing and I don't see the one I want I'm like oh, I'll find it later and I mean every time I'll flip the next thing over and there it is like <laughs> right then yeah. I wouldn't find them forever now anything a pen anything I want I'll go oh I'll find it in a minute and I go do something else and then there it is yeah. it, it's that because I didn't get all down in believing it was lost worried about it yeah. able to let my brain that knew where it was find it yeah you know, it's just and gonna that is the magic of the universe <laughs> This we do in our business as well. Yeah. It's like, oh no, that client didn't sign up. If, and if you stay upset about that, you miss this other one over here. Yeah. That was loving your empowered permission energy. And yeah. it was like, oh, well, she who else has it? Oh, there's another person I can work with because she's not, you know, that's not matching me right then. Yeah. And then and that comes with the there's not enough. You know, there's not enough clients, there's not enough money, there's not enough whatever. It's lack. Yeah, absolutely. And you're missing the joy of having a business. Like, right. those of us that have businesses, yes, we want to make money from them, but we chose them because we want to do it. And if you have a business you don't want to be doing, please stop. Yeah. <laughs> you what? <want> to do. <laughs> don't do that. Yeah, I love it. Why are you doing that to yourself? Yeah. Like that just doesn't even make sense. We, we yeah. have computers. You can do anything you want. Yeah. You know what? That goes actually back to your dancing waltz salsa story. Because when you are elevating and you are evolving and becoming more aware and conscious, not everybody is in that same forward motion as you. So if they still want to do the waltz while you're trying to do the salsa, you got to let them just go be them. Go do you, and I'm going to be me. It's okay to walk away from them. You can love them where they're at, move forward, be in alignment with who you are and who you're supposed to be and want to be. Not everybody's ready to move as fast as you are, and not everybody's ready to move in the same direction. Exactly. exactly. And do you really want to drag somebody into salsa lessons when they don't want to do it and they're still wanting to waltz? Like, why would you put yourself through that? My, I want to work with people that are excited to work with me because yeah. then they're going to do better and they're right. going to do what I help them do rather than yeah. trying to make somebody do something that just doesn't even make sense. That's the other, you know, once again, investigate, you know, I'm curious, why was I upset that person didn't sign up? Yeah. You know, it's like, yeah. did I really want to work with someone that doesn't want to work with me? You know, why would I do that? I There's know. millions of people on this planet. There's plenty. Plenty, plenty. I love talking to you. I can't even believe we've been on for almost an hour. 
our conversations, oh 30 minutes in, right? Our conversations go by so fast because I mean, we, we just have the greatest conversations, insight and intelligence. I'm telling you, I want to make sure people find you. So this is your Facebook, Darla Delane coach speaker. Yes. Find you on Facebook. And then if you want to reach out to her and email her directly, go to Darla at DarlaDelane.com. Absolutely. You are a wealth of information. I absolutely love our time together. It's so awesome. Every time we get together and chat, uh, if anybody's interested in what I've got coming up, going on, you can go to KimberlyACoaching.com. If you're watching this on a replay through Facebook on my Aphrodite Enterprises Inc. page, you can actually still ask questions and tag Darla or I, and we will get back to you as soon as we see it. So Darla, I absolutely love talking Facebook on my Aphrodite Enterprises Inc. page. You can actually still ask questions and tag Darla or I, and we will get back to you as soon as we see it. So Darla, I absolutely love talking with you. You are truly passionate about helping women succeed on such a huge scale. I love it. It is an uprising. It yes. is a spiritual uprising of powerhouse right. women. And we are here just to share the wealth and the abundance of the universe because it's it's there. Exactly. <laughs> For everyone. <laughs> for everyone. Thank you so much for being a part of this show. I absolutely love having you on. Thank oh, you. you. Thank you so much, Kimberly. You know how much I love being here with you. Yay. Bye, everyone. <laughs>